Welcome to Blazing Guts. I'm Teresa Blaze. I got my sidekick, my co-host, my all-around good friend, Michelle Saunders Guts, with me. And we are going to attempt to unpack the wild card aftermath. And oh my gosh, there was a lot of carnage on the field this weekend as we're recording. First of all, hey, Michelle, how are you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Football, football, football. Ready to talk some NFL football? <laughs> yeah. Um, there was, okay. There was a lot. So this past weekend was, you know, super, as they dubbed it, super wild card weekend. And going into it, I mean, I knew I was going to be watching a few games, you know, just so I could have an idea of what we're looking at. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just touch on a couple of the games that I got, I, ca- I caught parts of or caught the full game. Okay. The only real competitive game that was even worth its salt was the Bengals Raiders game. And that only ended because uh, uh, Derek Carr threw an interception in the end zone. Okay. Cause the Bengals were up like uh, up by seven. I don't you know, and so, but that was like, that was the only really, really competitive game. Everything else was a wipeout. It, sort of. I mean, because of like, for example, the Cowboys game. Yeah, they had a chance to win the game, but I'm sorry, you cannot commit 14 flipping penalties and expect to win. You're just hurting yourself there. And what was Dak Prescott doing? He was sitting there and he's like, okay, I'm going to do a quarterback draw. We have 14 seconds left and I'm going to attempt to run into the end zone. Yeah, that worked. And you got brought down on the one yard line and it was all zeros. So who lost that one? No, it wasn't the ref's fault. That was on you guys. That was on you guys because you had poor clock management. Yeah, that's not their typical MO to have that many penalties. Oh, trust me, it was bad. I was sitting there listening to parts of that game. I'm like, you're not going to win this game. You keep hurting yourselves like that. Yeah, that's that's a lot of penalties. Do you know the average number of penalties in a game? I honestly do not. I know that that's, I would guess, maybe five apiece, maybe. Like, and that's just that's just a guess. I don't know. But, I mean, 14 penalties on one team? That's that's pretty much we didn't we didn't we don't know how to use proper football discipline and we're being lazy. That's messy too. You know, that's just messy. That's it's simply this. You don't have enough discipline to play the game of football and you're being lazy because you're not holding your line and you're not doing the things you need to do. Hello, you know how to play the game. I get really frustrated when I see teams like the Cowboys, you know. But that's that just sloppy? Not, yeah. 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 It's yeah. just, there was something there that had to have been going on. I mean, they're just completely off. I mean, that's just a lot. Now, uh, now, uh, now let's move on from that team because we had uh, the Bills and the New England Patriots. I did not see this game, but I kind of kept ties on tabs on it. Okay. But, uh, they got demolished. New England got trounced. And all and uh, and and Bilicek, all he had to say was, well, we just didn't play our best. Yeah, yeah, think you only put up seven points and they had 40 something. That's a high scoring win. It, it really is. I mean, I'm sorry, but 
hello, you're in the playoffs. Come to play. And then we got Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, and who were they playing? The Eagles. It was, honestly, most of these games were a joke. Most of these games were so one-sided, it wasn't even worth watching. Brady could have backed off a little bit and let that team... He got into a rhythm, and I got to hand it to the Eagles. Okay, the Eagles got four sacks on him, but it wasn't enough. They should have made a play on that ball. They should have done something, and, 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 and I'm sorry, their offense was horrible yeah and people know brady's style he's not a runner it's not like it's not like he's gonna he's pull a lamar passer right he's not gonna pull him uh, lamar jackson uh patrick mahomes or any other of these um uh dual threat quarterbacks he's not one of them he's an old school football player get comfortable in that pocket and and toss it down the field if you know that about him play against him and make a play on the ball yeah and you would have thought they would have known that he's been in the league long enough and those coaches should have known some put some strategy in place to be able to you know stop him yeah Yeah. oh yeah right i think their strategy was if we sack you enough maybe you won't yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. That was just, ugh. And then I'm sure that's a frustration, Mary. The Eagles are probably really regretting that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure because that was just, that was pretty bad. And then we have the Chiefs and the Steelers. Now, I will admit at the end of the first quarter, I thought it was going to be a defensive battle because there were no points on that board. Both defenses through the first quarter were playing excellent. Yes, they were. And it was competitive football then. The Chiefs turned it up a notch, and oh my God, there was no stopping them. Pittsburgh didn't have an answer. They were. I did watch that game pretty intently, and I thought the coverage was really good. And, you know, they would show pictures of the team members you know, the Steelers' faces. I mean, you could see Big Ben. Oh, he was so frustrated with, you know, some of the receivers. That they yeah, because they kept the dropping ball. balls. Yeah, that was just that ball security was awful. You would just, they, they were like giving up. Yeah, I think, I think at some point they did. They just kind of gave up. Well, he said, you know, at the very beginning in this press conference coverage, you know, hey, I'm going to say this i mean we really don't stand a chance but we're going to go out there and we're going to give it our best shot you know and have some fun or whatever what kind of can i ask a question what kind of leadership is that to admit that you don't stand a chance uh, uh, i mean you are in the league of the best of the best of football players and you're going to sit there and call out that you don't stand a chance against another team that's in my mind that is very poor leadership Maybe he didn't put it quite like that, but I mean, it was interpreted that no, way. No, I I heard the I, same quote. Did and, you hear? I yeah. mean, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't have said it. I mean, I would have. I I would have said, uh, yeah, we're going to go out there. We're going to give it our best, and you never know. And go, guys. And right, because now you've got what he said in the back of your mind as you step on the field. I don't. I I wouldn't have said it. I know that. I would. That have was just like mission. wow. 
So, you know, so naturally, you know, and, and, and we're going to be touching on Big Ben in a more positive framework a little bit later on because he's going to be your highlighted player, as I recall. Yes. Yes. Because he is retiring and moving on. And, you know, there's some great media coverage around him in that way. And he does bring glory to God. So we'll talk more. Right. But we got to touch on another game. And as of this recording, it happened last night. If you watched it, I'm sorry. We'll highlight it. But before we get to it, I want to hit on uh, today's uh, sponsor, and that's Freedom CBD. You know, naturally, if you're if you are doing your thing, and maybe you're very active, or maybe you play sports, you don't just watch them, you play them, or maybe you just have some chronic pain issues. You need something to kind of help with that. Well, I've got something that can do so. Uh, go to www. Uh, get freedom cbd and get the uh, cbd roll-on it's an isolate cbd brand which means there is no thc you take it you roll it on to the sore spots that you're dealing with and i'll tell you what it will definitely relieve some pain use the code b and g10 to receive 10 percent off your purchase and you can do that at www.getfreedomcbd.com now, to the game that has been plaguing me ever since it was played, the Arizona Cardinals. <sighs> I'm just going to call this as I see it. What was that? Because it was not football from where I was sitting. That was some of the worst gameplay. I can't decide who screwed it up more. The Eagles, New England, or Arizona? I <laughs> You know, I, I, I would honor, it might be a toss up between New England and Arizona, but, but just for the sake of discussion, let's touch on the Arizona game. From the very first series, they came out looking pathetic. Okay. They didn't even get a th- first down until six series in. And then Kyler, 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 Kyler. He threw one of the worst pick sixes I've ever seen from them. He threw a pick six when he was back in his own end zone. He he didn't see the, the other guy there. He felt some pressure, and he thought they were going to get him for a safety. So he chucks it down the field, and the guy runs in, walks it in for a touchdown from three yards out. Excuse me? Take the safety and call it a day. Better than another touchdown. And Cliff, 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 Cliff. Have you ever heard of running the ball? I don't know. You have James Conner and you had Chase Edmonds ready and back. Conner came back for this game. He was already playing injured, but he came back for this game and you didn't bother using him. Why? Because you wanted to go to your pretty little trick plays that what got you nothing. You had Kyler throwing the ball and all he got was negative yardage, even with your little trick plays. And to put uh, uh, to add insult to injury, later on in the game, the Rams threw a trick play to uh, and had Odo Beckham throwing a ball that got more uh, yardage than Kyler threw the entire game. A 40-yard play. Excuse me? There's a lot of talk and a lot of questions whether Cliff Kingsbury should be fired. Frankly, I don't know. Well, how long has he been the quarterback for them? Excuse me, um, not the quarterback, the coach. Three years. Yeah. Uh, the first, you know, and, and, and the first one, he went uh, five and whatever it was. The second one, he went eight and eight. And then this one, he went 11 and um, five, I think it was. 
But the problem is he has a nasty little trend. They play darn well in the beginning of the season. And then they get to the end of the season and they choke. Last season, he needed to win one of two final games and they would have gotten in the playoffs. And guess what? Those two games were against backup quarterbacks. They choked and didn't get jack squat. This time, counting this last despicable loss to the Rams, their their record for this half of the season was one in five. In fact, uh, I was just listening to some uh, local coverage, and the guy was in the elevator, um, and he said he ran across some Rams fans. Fans, and you know what they said? They said, "Well, it serves them right. What they didn't have any right to be sniffing their nose at a national championship." And you know what? With the kind of play that we saw last right last night, I can't say I don't agree with them. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't imagine being you know, an Arizona Cardinals fan at this point. So I think the frustration, all the things that you're sharing, I mean, they just didn't show up. I I wasn't even, I don't, I can't even imagine that they not on on none. Special teams was atrocious. (laughs) I mean, and almost every single time the Rams started, they had good field position close to the 50-yard line or or even sometimes across it. And heaven help me, that defense couldn't do jack squat. They couldn't stop him. We knew that they were going to run the ball. That's their M.O. That's what they do because they run the ball and that opens it up for play action. If you knew they were going to run that ball, why didn't you uh, pack that line of scrimmage and insert your will? You knew they were going to do that. And you let them run all over you. That is exactly what they did. Did you watch any press conferences after that game at all? I listened. I listened till about four minutes in or four minutes left. And I was so disgusted. I turned it off. Did Kyle Murray talk at all? Yes, he did. I did catch. What did he say? He was just like, we didn't play well, you know, and Cliff was like, we just got out coached. And honestly, the only two players that really had something worthwhile to say were J.J. Watt. He is a phenomenal player. Oh, he is. He's excellent. He came back after a really bad uh, rotator cuff injury. And he was, it was supposed to take more time than it actually took. He, he, he cut it short by half and he came back to play. And his answer, we utterly failed. You know what? He was the one that was honest. Christian Kirk said, Christian Kirk said something similar. Those two players were the ones that were honest. Kyler and Cliff, you were just trying to put a pretty little packaging on a, on a, on a garbage performance. What about Buddha? How's he doing? Oh man. Yeah. That, that was scary. Uh, for those that don't know, Buddha Baker, he got hammered. Uh, in a helmet-to-helmet hit, and he was laying there limp for God knew how long. He was taken off the field. Uh, He apparently tweeted, I'm okay, thanks everybody for the prayers, uh, around midnight. Uh, And and the um, medical staff was saying that he had use of all of his extremities, and there was no numbness or anything, but he went to the hospital to get checked out. I haven't heard anything more on that, but I'll tell you what, you want to talk about adding... You know, one of your biggest guys goes down and in, in, in a way where, and I didn't even see it. I heard it. I mean, Michelle, what did it look like to you? Cause you saw it. 
it was awful. I don't know how else to explain it. I mean, it, I don't, you know, he's a safety, right? And so you wouldn't anticipate this, but I mean, I don't know enough about the safety roles, you know, too, but I mean, he is the, the man on the team when it comes to... He's one of the captains of the team. Yeah. I mean, so he's such a leader, you know, in that way and stuff. But, you know, they it was an accident, you know, the way it it happened. So, I mean, you know, it's a violent game and all that. So there there is that. And there was I mean, nobody ever plays in the NFL without risk. Right. And, you know, and when you play, it's violent. And but I mean, it. It was unfortunately this was oh my god yeah. uh you know I immediately started praying for him you know when when he got hurt because I'm just like oh man you know and and the thing is that one of the Rams players was taunting him when he was down and so naturally the Cardinals got really chippy about that and then and then and then to add a little bit more there was some fighting after some of the plays and I don't mean just a little pushing and something one of the Rams tried to take a swing at one of the Cardinals. I would say um, <laughs> testosterone out there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm asking myself, guys, as, I, as we think through this game and as I think about the wild card weekend going forward, you would have thought that some of these teams that got utterly slaughtered would have actually showed up to play. Hello? You're in the NFL playoffs, the most intense championship, one of the most intense championships there is that we have conceived. You're in the playoffs to go win a Super Bowl ring, and you don't even have the guts to show up and play like you give a crap. You know, at least there was concern for Buddha. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, and eventually some of the Rams players came over to give their respects. I got to give them that. I am just glad that Buddha is okay. That's a bright spot on this. Uh, I'm running out of adjectives here. (laughs) It was just, oh God, it was, I like, like disappointing for sure. So, so disappointing. Like I expected so much more. I just, I really did. And now the talk is, should Cliff Kingsbury be fired? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, when you take a team as far as that, and I mean, in this case, maybe. Because, I mean, this is the third. People are tired. And they expect more. I mean, you bring down the kind of talent the Arizona Cardinals have. And they have a lot of talented players. I mean, my God. They've got Zach Ertz, Kyler Murray. when, And Kyler did not look comfortable all night in that pocket. I mean, he looked as flighty and flutter, flustered as I've ever seen him play. And all he to me, he just didn't relax. You know, he just seemed tense all the time. Yeah. yeah. And he was making rushed throws. And when you make a rushed throw, when you make stupid plays, you get stupid rewards. You know, that's that's it. And so I have to sit there and go, is Cliff Kingsbury only good enough to get them to this point? I guess we're going to have to look at the record and that's going to have to be a Michael Bidwell decision. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, the um, coach for the Rams, he is the youngest coach in the NFL and he has had an incredible career and has continued to take the Rams organization 
to where it is. And that's a sign of a really great coach. Um, when you take a team and you deliver and you keep delivering, you know, every time better, there's something not right with the court, um, excuse me, the, um, coach in, in, in their staff or what they're doing or, you know, to have the team just underperform like they did. And the interesting thing is, apparently Todd Bowles, who used to be the defensive coach for the Arizona Cardinals, he's now the uh, assistant coach for Bruce Arians of Tampa Bay. Well, apparently he's on the market to be a coach for one of these teams. I'll tell you what, you bring someone like that in here, he learned at Bruce Arians' knee. I got huge amounts of respect for Arians. I really do. Why? Because that man knows how to coach. He knows how to coach. Okay. He knows what it's like to get to the big game. I think, as I recall, he's won a Super Bowl or two. So, yep. So, I mean, this is good conversation. And I'm glad we're actually talking about this because, I mean, this is the way it works. This is the way the game is played. This is how it is. You got a lot of dollars and money, you know, go rocking and rolling in the NFL and, and contracts and, you know, all that kind of stuff going on. But and I mean, I'm asking myself, can they roll the dice on one more year with Cliff or should they cut him loose and find someone that can bring the, the cards to the next level? Well, he was given a chance to do that. He's been given a chance to do that for two, three years. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know what they were going to do with the Denver Broncos coach, but hey, they let him go and they're looking. Yeah. yeah. And apparently the Raiders fired their uh, general manager. Yeah. And we know that the, was it the, the Jets got rid of their coach? Well, a bunch um, of coaches got, got, yeah, axed. they all, I mean, they all got axed, you know? Yeah. So uh, they don't call it Black Fr- uh, Monday for nothing, you know? I mean, <laughs> uh, so I, it's going to be a very interesting offseason. But then again, we're looking at the, uh, playoffs now that are moving forward and i guess i'm rooting for a few uh kansas city chiefs going forward i think you and a lot of people are rooting for the chiefs um you know with who they're playing on they're playing the bills the bills yeah and it's sunday it's this sunday i have seen the bills play i'll tell you what that's a dangerous team it is and Kansas City knows that. And so are the Bengals. I would say the front runners for me right now uh, to get to the final game. And honestly, I have no idea who's going to do it. Rams, I think they're going to get beat up by uh, Tampa Bay. I think they will. I, I, I just don't think Bruce Arians ain't going to take the ain't going to uh, take any chances. And then you've got a veteran like Brady in that pocket. As much as I don't like Brady, I'm not a Brady fan at all. But I will say this. I think uh, you got Brady against Matthew Stafford. No contest. No contest. I think Brady is a veteran and he knows what he's doing. And he's not just a player. He's a leader and he also influences a lot. So it'll be very, very interesting to see. I would be honestly, I really would really really be taken aback if they did not tampa bay did not win that game Mm -hmm. i would too i would too uh i'm gonna have to say my front runners right now are 
God, you've got because you've got Green Bay, you've got the Bills. Oh yeah, and you've got the San Francisco 49ers. Right. Which are contenders, strong contenders. Very strong, but I don't think they're gonna be able to beat Green Bay. Yeah, that from what I've seen in the stats and what I've seen of the teams play, um, I really am leaning towards the Packers. I am leaning towards the Bucks. And of course, you know me, I am going to back my Chiefs. Even, you know, I do think I've looked at the record. Yes, Josh Allen, I mean, they got to play hard, hard, hard. They are going to have to play some of their best football. Yes, ever. And, and Josh Allen is similar to Patrick Mahomes, as in he's a dual threat quarterback. So you better make sure you have a spy on him and keep someone whose only job is to keep track of him because if because he could pull stunts like uh, get outside get outside that pocket and run, similar to Mahomes. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. It's going to be a really good game. Here's the question: Out of all these teams that we're talking about, who do you think is going to make the Super Bowl that are left? Well. Um, I think the Chiefs' path to the Super Bowl is easier than the others just because of who they have to play. I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't know. I, it's Buccaneers or Packers <laughs> and Chiefs. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm just having faith in my team. But I no, mean, no, and as you should. I mean, your team actually came in and they came to play, unlike some others. Uh, well, they had their moments way early on in the season, and they had to make a lot of adjustments. I remember, I remember, and we and we had a few conversations about that. I remember, you know. But if you look at okay, if you look at the contenders that are left, um, I'm gonna say it's either gonna be Green Bay or Tampa. Uh, not because I don't think the other teams can't play, but I think compared to you got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been a veteran. He sat he sat behind Brett Favre for how many years before he took over the team? And he's taken them and he's and and they are a very dangerous team. The only good thing about the LA Rams that I would say is that defense, because they've got Ron Miller, they've got Aaron uh Aaron McDonald. And I'll tell you what, that guy is dangerous. He can come flying out of nowhere. So whoever ends up playing the Rams has got to keep an eye on him. Um, I, I I don't see the 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to make a run. I just do not see them getting to the full the 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 big dance. I don't see it. it it'll be interesting. I think. What do we have? Four more. What? How many more games? Six going in parallel. I think you're right because it's uh. The NFC. Wait, I don't. I, I don't remember. Um, because I we have several games going on. Where it could be five, but I mean, I I just know that you know we're we're coming down to the wire now. Yeah, who are the Bengals? Who are the Bengals going to be playing? I don't know. Is there another team we're forgetting? I don't think so. I think we well we've got the 49ers, the Bengals, the the Rams. The Bucks, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Bills right now. Um, Titans. That would be Tennessee. Because you got Derrick Henry. Ooh, you got Derrick Henry. He has to be one of the most dangerous running backs in the NFL, period. And their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, who we have featured too. 
Yeah. Oh, you, you know what? You're right. Could we see a Titans Chiefs Super Bowl or or maybe a um man? I mean the, that would be some game. Or like Titans uh Tampa Bay, Titans Green Bay. That would those all all those teams, all those games would be really Really, really great games. Yeah. I mean, and so we've got, I think we have a lot of, oh, um, Bengals, Titans. I'm, <sighs> Titans have had some rest. They've had that bye week, uh, because of the wild card. Uh, Bengals, I, I don't know. I, I can't really make that call. I don't know. What do you think? Titans. You think Titans? Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. We are going to find out. I tell you what, we are going to find out. Uh, this Sunday is going to be real interesting. And we're going to have the, the next couple of weeks are going to continue to be very interesting as we approach the Super Bowl Absolutely. championship. Absolutely. Um, so I guess I got all my frustration out on those Cardinals. <laughs> Um, look out Cardinals look out that's all I'm going to say you are very passionate about your Cardinals and I'm very passionate about my Chiefs too so I mean I understand I mean everyone's still kind of I mean people are like what happened to the Cardinals I, I keep asking myself that because this wasn't just a okay they played a competitive game and they lost it was an utter disaster it was a dumpster fire of a game i've never and this is taking into account even you remember how hot i was after that detroit lions loss this is worse yeah they were demolished i don't know what else to say this was just worse yeah and and i can't imagine for some of those players that are so you know they give their hearts and their effort and just the disappointment and frustration you know, to be where you were and to be then going out at that point. At one point in the season, they were 10 and 2. That's what I mean. They were. And I'm sitting there going, okay, okay, I think we've got it. I think we're good. And then it turned into a train wreck. Yes. <laughs> I, I, and I, and it was I'm like, a train wreck. Oh, my God. Gosh, was in it a bad one? It was like, oh my god, what the? You know, believe me, I was having to fight a, a usual couple four letter words after that game. <laughs> it was just like, oh man, you know. And even Mike was like, I think they're out. I'm like, yeah. Like our friend Jeremy uh, from Eternity Ready Radio, which by the way, you guys can hear this show on Eternity Ready. But our friend Jeremy sends me a message. Are you watching the game? And I just pause and I'm like, unfortunately. Because <laughs> you know? I just didn't even know what to say. I, You know, like it took me. I woke up this morning and I'm like, I'm telling you what. I had a sour taste in my mouth like you would not believe after that. And I know I'm not the only fan who has that problem. It's definitely not a victory week for you there so anyway better better luck and better uh make some changes cards absolutely but hey why don't we do this let's get on to a little bit better subject uh because i could rip on them pretty much for a while and 
yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's touch on your player of the week. Yes, this is Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger. And, you know, I, I've been reading a lot about him as he gets ready to, you know, leave his career in the NFL, move on to other things. Um, and I found a great um, article and Metro Voice News, which is a local um, at a Lee Summit, it's a it's a great little um, newsletter, and they publish on Fridays. It's great because they're faith based. They highlighted him, um, and you know I'm going to share some of what um, I think our listeners would enjoy learning about him. Um, first and foremost, you know. He does give God glory in that he believes that Jesus made him a better husband and father, you know, there. And for those that aren't aware, um, Ben has, and they call him Big Ben. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL over the past two decades. Um, even though you probably were not, you know, really that enthused about how he played Steelers game against the Chiefs you know, amid that, but he um, has definitely been a pretty consistent performer. And, you know, I think he um, was able to um, show when they defeated the Cleveland Browns, the game that they played, you know, his athletic capability. And he ended the game on the field in a victory. Um, so I think that speaks highly of him and it was, I think God really did orchestrate that for him, you know, as he's getting ready to move on into other things in his life. And, you know, he had said that he was very faithful, you know, in his relationship, you know, with the Lord, knowing that God has blessed him. And given him the ability to, you know, play the years he's played. And he also talked about um, in this article how he'd gotten baptized three years ago um, in June 2020 at the Man Up Conference. And he was baptized as a kid. His parents took him to be baptized as a baby, but he didn't make the decision to serve Jesus Christ. And so he made that decision to be baptized and he felt like he needed to do that. And he is seeking God and wanting to have a closer walk and a better relationship with him, with his wife, his kids. He's got a beautiful wife and, and, you know, his children. So, you know, I think he's grown a lot and he is definitely working on being a better Christian and a husband and a father. So did he become a Christian three years ago then? Well, I think it's almost like he really did. I mean, he grew up in a family where he was baptized, but he really didn't make, I think, the decision um, to be baptized. So I think he, he probably had a relationship, but he really never nurtured it you know, or really never put it on the forefront of his life. And he did that three years ago. You know, he's ending his career, you know, giving God glory and seeing how God had blessed him and, 
moving forward, wanting to bless, you know, God in other ways now. Well, and it was interesting because I heard uh, his last, his comments uh, coming off the field. And it was like, you know, God's really blessed me uh, with the ability to throw a football around. And you could just really sense it was kind of a heartfelt, you know, hey, this is all a God thing. And um, I have, a, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for that. I wasn't very happy when he beat my Cardinals in uh, 2015 in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I got to give him credit for, for you know, it, you know, he's been if he's been living and walking the faith like we're talking, man, that's 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 real solid. It is. Um, on our Facebook group page, by the way, everyone, get out there and do check it out because we drop our episodes out there too. There is a couple of articles about what we're talking about today that you might want to take a look at that I've shared, but there is one around um, Big Ben that CBN also uh, did an article on him that you'll want to take a look at and read if you're interested in learning more. So it was fun to do the research on him and learning about him. And, you know, Teresa, I think we, by doing this, we really do give, you know, give some insight into these players and how important their faith is. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, and it's something that a lot of people wouldn't even think about. But um, this is why we do the show. Yes, we love to talk football. And we get a little grouchy when they don't play well. <laughs> and we uh, learn. And we're still learning a lot about the technology, you know, the techniques. And well, I am anyway. You know, I'm learning all the time about their plays and what they're oh, doing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, but I love doing the show. Uh, and we still got a lot of show to do. But I think for now, Michelle, um, I think we probably better wind it down. Uh, guys, seriously, uh, check us out on Facebook. You can also follow us at, at Blazing Dutch on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, let us know what you want us to cover. Are there any, any storylines that you want us to look into? Any players that you want us to highlight? We want to know. You can, you can also check out our website, www.blazingguts.com. And with that, I'm Teresa Blaze, along with Michelle Saunders-Gutch. We're out. If you run across someone that we don't know about, please text it in. I want you to text NFL to 575-223-1596. You're going to get a little link. You're going to fill out your information. If you got football thoughts, anything, we want to hear about it. 